Hi everyone and welcome to A Hairy Situation. I'm Emily. I'm Tosh. And with us we have two very special guests, my sisters. Um, so you can go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Sam. Um, I am a longtime listener, first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am Emily's Sister. Middle sister, middle sister. Yeah. Yes. Emily's oldest. Then it's me. When you said when you said hi, I'm Sam. Um, I was like, she's gonna say I'm a Pisces. <laughs> I'm an Aquarius. She's actually an Aquarius. Um, I'm an Aquarius, but I identify oh. more with my Moon sign, Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> hi, I'm Marie. Um, I have the claim to fame that I was the first subscriber. To a hairy situation. Yeah. So you're welcome. She's I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> she's like an OG fan. I really am. So a hairy and the podcast. I think. Yeah. You. Le- I think you left like a five star review on Amazon. Yes. Podcast. I left it on everything I subscribe. Oh, <laughs> I just subscribe and rate every now and then. Oh like, yeah. I've rated it a couple times. Oh, that's so nice. So yeah, uh, Marie's the youngest, and I'm an Aries. <laughs> Thank you. Really? I'm a Gemini. Yeah. Uh, I'm. A, I don't know. Libra. I think you're a Libra. I'm a Libra. Mm-hmm. I always forget. Yeah. Um, Sam and Marie and I have been longtime Harry fans. I think you know we can all like collectively sing the entire album for. Uh, <laughs> I was the original four. One Direction Harry fan. I would like to say. Oh, Marie, in case you're listening, yeah. I was going to ask what yeah. uh, each of y'all's favorite One Direction fan. In were, case you're listening, remember. Harry. Yeah, it was Marie first. <laughs> I just is. initiated a he podcast about him, so who's really the biggest fan? Um, I will say I'm definitely in the running for the lowest fan. But you're still like I'm a I'm still a good fan. fan. I'm just not on the same level as Emily and Marie. Yeah, I think I gave you my CD copy of yes. his first album because you don't have like an MP3 play or like an aux cord in your car. And so she just like ran that CD my into the ground. My car is really, really old. And the four album, you ran that one my into the ground. My car is really, really old. And so I will say I became a Harry Styles fan whenever I did, really it's whenever I moved to Dallas, which I know that sounds like, what was that? Like I uh, moved in 2019? Yeah. So I'm more of a recent fan because I was listening to his album. I only had really, the, I had the four album by One Direction the first Harry Potter album. You mean Harry Styles <laughs> album? Not Harry Potter. Harry Potter and the... <laughs> and the Sorcerer's Stone yeah. soundtrack. No. What's the first Harry Styles? It's just called Harry Styles. Okay. His self-titled album. And I think I had Taylor Swift's 1989. Yeah. And so I would listen to those on rotation. And so... Yeah. Well, Emily did too, but... Out of choice. <laughs> yes. Not a, not Mine was out of necessity yeah. on long trips. But I, it was really good. Yeah, I remember like One Direction's first album came out, and I really liked What Makes You Beautiful. And I really liked their first album. But Marie, was a big you fan. were a huge fan like yes. from the beginning. Like yeah. you really followed them. Like you like listened to. I think for your graduation, for high school graduation, I gave you like off all of the albums like with Harry Styles wrapping paper. Yes, I have One Direction wrapping wow. paper. Can I bring up Marie's? Her, her wisdom tooth, wisdom tooth removal. Yes. <laughs> got her wisdom teeth removed. You know, you take they put you to sleep and you get really loopy. When she came out of it, I can't remember exactly what you were saying. But we were listening to the four. We were listening to the four album, and Marie was all drugged off, and she was talking about how you were going to marry Harry Styles and, and make style babies and make style, style babies. babies. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I'm sorry. Harry, if you're listening, 
We could still arrange something. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's okay uh, that she's married now. Yeah. Andrew, under, all of our significant others understand. Yes. That he, he knows like, that. He takes precedence. He knows exactly. that Harry is first. He is fully aware of the conversation that I had about Harry. Yeah. Exactly. The, the, yeah, marrying he, Harry. Harry's listening to this right now. He's shaking his head. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Like, he it. like Tasha and I have had that conversation. <laughs> of like, yeah, if I ever met Harry, like all bets are off. I'm exactly. pretty sure that was on your dating profile like, <laughs> before I met you. Yeah. I, yes, it was. I said um, it was like three I'll, things you should know about me, and like one of them was I will leave you for Harry Styles. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then, yeah, I was later. I was like, that was serious. And I, and I read that. I was like, oh, this girl's j- jokey. She likes to joke around. I'm very no. wrong about that. No, I think she was serious. <laughs> it's like she was just being really open and yeah. upfront. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very honest. So yeah, today the episode or the song that we're talking about is Canyon Moon. Um, this is off his second album, Fine Line, uh, and it's performed by Harry Styles. Um, so this was written by Harry Styles, Kid Harpoon, um, and Mitch Rowland. So we've talked about Kid Harpoon in other episodes, but Mitch Rowland is the first, this is the first song we've seen him as a writer. So he's actually Harry's best friend and also Harry's guitarist. And he also plays like a lot of other instruments. Yeah. So according to Genius.com, says Mitch Rowland was working part-time in a pizza shop in between sessions of working on the Harry Styles album. Harry hired Mitch to help record and write his debut solo album despite his lack of studio experience after his original session musician dropped out. So it's pretty much just by luck that, like, old Mitch got to to be a part and now he's like credited as a writer on lots of songs he's still touring with Harry he's Harry's best friend and he's Harry's best friend Harry and um officiated his wedding whoa um, okay I think it was, was... His, no 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 Harry didn't officiate that wedding Harry officiated his manager's wedding oh okay but still oh, okay. I was gonna say if I was like working for Harry Styles working with him I would be trying to butter up to him. I'd be oh. like, do you want to be my kid's god's parent? Do you want to marry me? Also, do you want to marry me? I could just imagine, like, Sam, if she was, like, somehow part of, like, a Harry Styles music video, you would just see her, like, over in the corner, like, hiding from him, but, like, peeking around, just staring at him. And he's just like, we gotta, we gotta do something about her. Can we just cut her out? <laughs> She's, like, creeping me out. Well, to be like, fair, Emily, if you were in one of his music videos, they, it would probably end with, like, not Harry himself, but probably one of his managers being like, we need to, for, like, we need to, like, put a restraining order on this. <laughs> yeah. File a restraining order. Well, I will say the late night talking music video came out, and in it there's, like, a bunch of, like, other people in it mm-hmm. that are just, like, getting to hang out, like, uh, laying in bed beside Harry, having pillow fights with them, and I'm just like, "How do you get so lucky?" <laughs> um, or jealousy, thy name. Or the James Corden music video. Yes, the daylight one where it's just like they're all hanging out like at a party with Harry, and I'm like, oh, "I'm so." You know, jealous. you know how similar to a cult this sounds. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're oh, like we, they were so lucky. They were <laughs> graced by his presence. They got to spend time with him. Yeah. And also, I mean, can I just say that I was an OG Harry fan, but I have, 
I had to say this, that I've expanded my musical taste over the past decade, and I still love oh. Harry, but I haven't but kept up with his... But you've realized there's better music out well, there. No, I just <laughs> haven't kept up with his music as much as Emily and Sam have, so a lot of his newer stuff I haven't really listened to in full, mm-hmm. just his popular music. Yeah. So, um, But you listened a good bit to his first album, didn't you? Or did you? were you just um, like a one-deer? Just like... Signs. I was pretty much a one to year. Like I listened to like Signs of the Times and stuff like like his singles, but I never really dove deep into his his yeah I solo would, career. Mm, yeah, I would it. definitely say that like I'm more of a Harry and Marie's more of a Directioner. Yeah, um, because Marie was all about One Direction. Yeah, oh, I'm definitely it. a Direction, and I, I appreciate Harry's um, solo career, but I haven't followed yeah. him as much as I did one day. Mary's uh, Mary, Mar- sorry, Marie. Yeah. Marie was like, oh wait, there's good music out there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that is not true. Harry guy. has good music, especially solo oh, music. Sure, sure, yeah. No, I mean I'm serious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. is shooting daggers. There's some music there. Well, anyways, um, back to the song. So this song was released on December nineteenth, twenty nineteen. Um, so this was just a song on the album. It wasn't a single. So Canyon Moon, it is um according to again genius.com it describes it as a bittersweet track in which harry recalls a happy moment from the past and yearns to return home so he's actually said about this track that it is crosby steals and nash on steroids mm. Mm. i'm trying to remember look up a crosby steals and so our house uh house in the oh, the Folgers commercial. Yes. House. Yes. Yeah, okay. No, I got that I got that whole vibe like Yeah, the, so like, like it's definitely like to a place. more of a folksy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very much like what this the song is about like the music feels like the lyrics, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of like sitting around the campfire or just sitting out at night. Um like we're actually in Arkansas right now. I'm um, in a cabin, and I feel like Canyon Moon is just, like, the perfect song. Yeah. Like, for that kind of vibe of, like, just being out and stuff. Can I, can I, can I say that, like, depending on w- what your interpretation of Canyon Moon is, this song could go a lot of different ways. Because I was listening to it and was looking at the lyrics, and, like, Canyon Moon, maybe it's a place, but maybe it's just him referring to some event in his life. Like, I don't know, like, he had... Mm-hmm hemorrhoids and he got them removed or something the canyon moon and it's just like thinking back to his, the, the the moment of discovery that he didn't have hemorrhoids anymore and so yeah. could be I, that canyon moon sound like you're saying canyon moon might be a memory and less of a right yeah like, like here let me let me hear let me read the lyrics of the first like it's not about a hemorrhoid time you gotta see it to believe it your sky never looked so blue yeah. i'd be happy if i didn't have hemorrhoids anymore <laughs> and, and once i had them so hard, okay. to, so hard to leave it. That's how I know. <laughs> anyway. So thinking back to the time I didn't have hemorrhoids. It's, <laughs> right here. Um, it's actually in the first lyric. Yeah, first it says verse. hemorrhoid right here. Um, segwaying from, you know, Tasha's comment about it might be more of a state of mind rather than a place. So might be about hemorrhoids, you mean. It's not. Um, Entertainment <laughs> Weekly, um, when they reviewed it, they talked about, like, this has the... Laurel Canyon sound. So the Laurel Canyon is actually an actual canyon and an area in Los Angeles. It was like in the 60s and 70s, a lot of rock musicians lived there and like they all kind of cultivated like the same kind of similar sound. 
And actually, between May of 2017 and June 2019, Harry Styles actually owned a property there. Hmm. Or, like, a property, like, right outside Laurel Canyon. So, it could literally be about, like, some memory or his, like, collective memories about his time there mm-hmm. at Laurel Canyon. Because he's like, I'm going home. Yeah. And it's just like, he wants to go back to that that time or he wants to go back to that feeling he mm-hmm. had. Like, you know, right. my, like this happy time. Yeah. That he had. I can like see Canyon Moon being like a wide geographical area. Like mm-hmm. I imagine like somebody growing up like near the like Grand Canyon or mm-hmm. like in the like Southwest area and just you know like how we say like southern nights or something yeah you know like that like it's more like the canyon moon it's just the moon in that area yeah Mm. and like you know that's nice yeah Yeah. i was thinking about like is it the place he's thinking of or is it him having the memory and looking up at the canyon moon, like the moon of the canyons and like oh i was looking at that same moon when i had this memory of me having hemorrhoids yeah (laughs) <laughs> okay, you have to stop with the hemorrhoids. Okay, I'll this, stop. That's the last time you get to make that joke. The last time. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's more of like, yeah, maybe not even a specific memory, but, mm-hmm. or just, but just sort of like a string of memories that he had like while he mm-hmm. lived there. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like, we all have that. It's like us hearing the cicadas. Exactly. It makes like, me think of, like, home. It makes you think of home. And it makes you think of, you know, nights sitting outside, maybe, like, for us, like, sitting on the front porch and, Mm -hmm. like, just talking or, you know, a bonfire or something. Late night talking. Yeah. Yeah. I know know song names now. Yeah, you do. I'm so proud. Look what you've done to me. Mm -hmm. There was one day when I could talk about... (laughs) <laughs> things that rhyme with Bamabroids, but now I can't do that. <laughs> Remembers the Harry Styles song names. Wow. Um, Canyon Moon was actually cited as Stevie Nicks' favorite song on the album. Really? Yeah. Like, he and Stevie Nicks are like friends. They're BFFs. And he'll like... Mm-hmm. She said that she was inspired to make new music after Aww. listening. To, oh, wow. to Fine Line, yeah. yeah. I love Stevie. Cool. Yeah. Like, he said in an interview that like he was like really nervous. Because he played this album for her before he uh, yeah. released it. And he was like, I literally had Stevie Nicks listen to an album. And, like, she loved it. And Wouldn't have been great if he would have brought her out at Coachella. Uh, yeah. Not that I didn't love the Shania Twain. I absolutely <laughs> loved the Shania Twain. Let's go, girl. <laughs> but I think if he would have brought out Stevie. Stevie oh, that would have oh. been. That would have been wonderful. But, like, he's performed with Stevie before. Yeah. He's never performed with Shania, so yeah. I bet that was, like, a huge deal for him, you know. It would have been. Shania. But, yeah, if Stevie Nicks had come out on Coachella. I'm just waiting for them to do it. Have they done Leather and Lace? Yeah. Together? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, y'all. I'm going to hear Sam and, like, we're sharing, like, a cabin room, and I'm going to hear Sam tonight be... Like just hear Harry Styles and Stevie Nicks. <laughs> like Sam, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> Love us forever. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, so yeah, so we'll just like dive into talking about the lyrics and okay. stuff. Anybody want to like go first yeah, with like, uh, their thoughts? Any- you know. Or go ahead, Tosh. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I was just, uh, the, like, you know, hemorrhoids aside, I was just thinking, <laughs> you know, uh, a lot of the songs we've listened to so far on this podcast, and I imagine 
a lot of the One Direction songs and whatnot are like about a person in some way in some romantic way usually mm-hmm. and this is the first one where it's not necessarily about a person about another person mm-hmm. it's not like a love letter yeah, to someone true. it's about a feeling that is to me a lot more relatable yeah because mm-hmm. like to me you have to be in a certain space to enjoy a song that's like about someone like it's like someone speaking to someone yeah especially mm-hmm. these songs because it's usually like as a straight male listening to these songs, I'm not really in, that interested in it. <laughs> but when I hear a song like this, I'm like, okay, this subject matter is more relatable. So I did appreciate yeah. that aspect of this. Yeah, because yeah. you could like relate to it more. Yeah. Um, one thing that I noticed and felt in this song when mm-hmm. he says that he hears Jenny saying, "Go gets the kids from school," I get the impression that he's not too happy in his relationship with Jenny. So this is kind of like the take I have. And also, I just listened to the song for the first time a couple days ago, and then again tonight. But um, the impression I took away from it was, like, he has, like, gotten um, older and he's in this relationship with Jenny. And, like, he's not regretful of his choices, but just, like, a little bit nostalgic about looking back at his former life when yeah. he was a little freer. And now it's just, like, ugh, kid's responsibility, Jenny. Yeah. That's the kind of feeling I got from it. Well, I had, like, a totally different reaction because the... Well, it's noted that that specific line, I heard Jenny saying, go get the kids from school. Um, so Kid Harpoon, one of the writers on the song, is married to a girl named Jenny. Mm-hmm. So it might just be like he's thinking about like all these like memories, like he's hanging out with his friends. And then like Jenny's there and she has to tell her husband like, oh, you need to go get the kids. Like mm-hmm. it could be. Or maybe that. it's not a negative thing. Maybe it's yeah. like... Um... Or it's just know. like, a, it's, like it's a, part of their everyday yeah, life. Yeah, it's kind like, of the memory of like life there. Yeah. And part of it was like, oh, it's time to yeah. go get the kids. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, because the way I read these lyrics, and I will say, Tosh, I thought the same thing. I do think that this song in general stands out from the album because it is a different topic. And it, again, it's not like this romantic view mm-hmm. stuff. So I always thought this song was interesting on the out al- when you listen just to the album straight and a nice mm-hmm. break mm-hmm. from it. And what it reminds me of is, like, a lot of this, like, you know, I'm going home. Um, whenever I lived in, I sometimes admit, like, now I live in Mississippi again. And I do miss Dallas sometimes. And it makes me think about, like, it's kind of that memory. It's like, you know, maybe in some, like, go get the kids from school. It's like, it's not that you miss those times necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, there's every now and then you're like, oh, you remember whenever I used to do that? And, like, you yeah. know. And sometimes you're like, I just want to go home, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, home as in, like, my past life. Mm-hmm. You want to just go visit it. And so, yeah. to me, it's like, you want to just think back to the canyon moon. You want to think back to yeah. the past. It's not, you know, like, you've moved forward. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. kind of how I take this song. Like, yeah. it's not necessarily regret, but just, like, no. a longing for, yeah. Yeah. like, a glimpse into a different time. I'm sure yeah. we just all very... have memories like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just nostalgia. You know, I think all the time, like, Sam used to live in Dallas, mm-hmm. and with you know, we used to live nearby and like there are some things I'm like, Oh, I just wish like we could go back to that yeah. time where like we didn't do anything special yeah. but like I would just like come to your house and we would take like a walk around the neighborhood. Yeah. And that was like nice. Or like when that ice storm hit oh, yeah. Dallas. Like that was, <laughs> that whole, was wild. horrible time. But like because of Rosie like retrospect and stuff, like just thinking about like us walking to Whole Foods like in yep. an ice storm because we didn't have mm-hmm. food 
And it's just like now we can look back and like laugh yeah. and smile. And some of those memories might, or some of those experiences might not have been fun to live through. Yeah. And it might have been tedious. Mm-hmm. But yeah. looking back, it's like, oh, like so, that was a really special part of my life. Yeah. So, yeah, I think this song is just about like nostalgia, missing home, missing a memory. You know, and what I really think the song is about is I imagine Harry Styles sitting around a campfire in like yes. Arizona or something. Yes, that is maybe exactly a little bit of drugs it. going around. Yes. <laughs> I got very Southwest vibe. Yeah, right. And he's you know out there, you know, like I think you know because he has said "Fine Line" was written when he was on like shrooms and stuff. Yeah. He did. Oh. Like so I think some of this is kind of like that experience, oh. maybe like going out to the desert and you're mm-hmm. like with your friends and stuff. I've never done that. But, you know, but like, maybe I could imagine he did. Maybe he's sitting on a special ring seat for reasons. <laughs> <laughs> what was that laugh? <laughs> That's, that probably won't make it into the episode. He <laughs> brought a donut pillow with him. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, I got a very Southwest vibe from this too. Like, I every time I listen to this, I think of like sitting around a campfire. Like, mm-hmm. that is just what this song evokes. And, like, I always joke about, like, that one person that, like, brings an acoustic guitar and, like, plays Wonderwall. But, like, I'm sure if it's Harry Styles and his musician friends, like, it's actually way cooler than, like, yeah. yeah. It's not Ray bringing his flute out here. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, one time I went to, like, this, it wasn't a party, it was just, like, this get-together with some of Sam, people Sam knew, and this guy, like, pulls out a guitar and is, like, I'm gonna play songs. And he made us sing along with him. And Man, then so awkward. he was like, oh, yeah, so um, I'm releasing some music on Spotify. And I was like, okay, what? without, we're not going to say his name, but was he blonde? I think so. Was he skinny? And yeah. Musician major? Okay. You know now. No, no. <laughs> and it was just like, did I just get invited to hang out with these people as a recruitment to this, like, really, really weird concert? It was, was it? Was it Harry Styles? Was that his name? Uh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it was Niall. <laughs> Niall. Actually, Niall Warren. He was it, blonde, skinny, was, and he's a oh, But, funny enough, your friend Emily had one of those Harry Styles cardboard cutouts. Oh, really? And when I went there, I was a Harry fan at that, like, I mean, you know, I've been for years, and I, like, saw it, and I was like, oh, my God. And I, like made them take pictures of me with it. Really? I don't know where those pictures wow. are, but yeah. I'm glad I wasn't invited to this party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would have been cringe. Oh, yeah, same. <laughs> so, yeah, I was just like, you have a cutout of Harry Styles. I would just be following behind Emily, just like mouthing, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry that she's this way. No. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, I'm sure Harry Styles' like, little jam sessions were way, way yeah. cooler. In have any of y'all ever been sang to with the guitar? No. Somebody like singing it. I did Thank one God. time. Thank And it was God. the. Oh. It's awful. It's awful. It makes me think of uh, Love is Blind. What's his name? Um, Sal. Oh, yeah. Mallory. Yeah. I love Sal. Yeah. And every time he would sing to her, she would just be like. She was so yeah. uncomfortable. Which would I would be me. too. Shout out to Love is Blind season two. Um, <laughs> a great show. Yeah, I had, I don't, I mean, obviously, I've never been uh, sung to with a guitar. Uh, obviously. Well, I guess it's not really a, traditionally a thing that a girls are going to do to a guy. Um, but anyway, uh, the uh, I had a friend that, I had a friend that, like, broke up with this guy, and she, like, was saying that he, this is, like, straight out of an 80s movie came to her house at night 
through a rock at her window and had a guitar out and I don't remember what he's what he's saying but he's like saying a song to try to get back together with her and she didn't <laughs> she so like she's just like I need to sleep <laughs> the worst Sarah Knight song story that I've ever heard um it, it wasn't my friend's um it was a friend of a friend anyway this guy and this girl broke up so the guy ended up calling the girl and on her voicemail leaving a message of him singing Creep by Radiohead. Oh, no. The entire song. That. On voicemail. Why that? But why that? Why that one, though? Is that a good one to do? No. It's not a good one to do. That just raised a lot of red flags. (laughs) It's like, I I thought she was like... Did he wear clown makeup? (laughs) Was he he a fan of the ICP? (laughs) Insane clown posse? What are you talking about? Y'all don't know about ICP. Uh Okay, never mind. (laughs) Okay, Tosh. Anyway. Um. <laughs> Y'all don't know the ICP. Wow, okay. See, this is, what, this is what I'm saying, podcasters. You only listen to One Direction Harry Styles. You don't know other cultural music other phenomena. Things. What does IPC stand for? ICP. Insane Clown Posse. What is Insane is it Clown a Posse? Group? No, it's a group. Yeah, it's, it's a group. Oh, okay. No, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll introduce y'all. We'll Why, start what does that podcast. have to do with Radiohead? Huh? What does that have to do with Radiohead? Because they're just the fans of that group are just known to being like creepy. really weird and and crazy mm. and yeah um okay. if there's any icp uh, fans out there i'm not like dissing y'all i'm just saying <laughs> we're not saying you're crazy it's there's just only just, a possibility there's yeah. a reputation y'all have if you're any of you are listening which, well that would be wild to me if <laughs> there's a crossover of these two music styles okay anyways um so back to the song um and also, like, so in verse 3, this is where he talks about, like, um, he'll, like, two weeks and I'll be home, carry the feeling through Paris all through Rome. And I think it's, like, that really evokes the feeling of, you know, like, when you're on vacation and you love, like, in the place where you're at and where mm-hmm. you're visiting. But, like, also after about a week or so, like, you're just ready to go back home. Yeah. Like, no matter, you know. Mm-hmm. I also think it's just, I think that might be Harry commenting on, he really, I've read before that he does not particularly love to tour. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's a big homebody. Yeah. And that he's felt like he has missed out on some of like home life because for several years with like One Direction yeah. and his solo career, he was traveling so much. So I think it's kind of commenting of like, you know, I'm traveling around the world and I'm having a good time, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just him wanting to... A longing to be home. Yeah, and I think it's really, like, this song, thinking of it in this context now that his third album, Harry's House, has come out, where that album is all about, like, finding your place and finding home, and not necessarily home being a place, but, like, more of, like, who you surround yourself with. I think it's interesting to look back at this song because he is longing for that feeling mm-hmm. of, like, a place where he belongs in a place where he's truly happy and he's saying like I'm going home whereas and then he's talked about interviews like Harry's house came um to be because of like COVID and just having to stop like he's been touring since he was like 17 years old so for 10 years of his life and just having to stop and be like what is my life without that and something like really beautiful has come out of it for him and so I think looking back at this song, it's really nice in that context. 
Yeah. It's like, yeah, and I mean, COVID literally happened like three months after this album album came came out. After Fine Line came out? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because this came out in December of 2019. Oh. And he had scheduled a tour and stuff. Oh. And it got canceled, so. Hmm. Which um, kind of brings me to something else I wanted to bring up. Um, and sorry, Marie, we're not trying to leave you out, but like, uh, I keep thinking things about Sam in relation to Harry. Um, so the next verse says like, quick pause in conversation. She plays songs I've never heard. <laughs> so <laughs> I will never forget this. Um, so Harry's tour did get canceled for 2020. Um, but he like when COVID started kind of like wearing down, he rescheduled his dates for 2021. Well, the date that he was going to be in Dallas in 2021 was like September 10th or 11th. September, I think 11th of 2020. So a whole, like in exactly a year before his 2021 date was scheduled, Sam calls me up with this dream. <laughs> she had a fairy style. Sam, do you want to say uh, it? You might remember it better than I do because I have a terrible memory. What I remember from it was that I was in, I was vividly like in the crowd at a concert. Wearing, wearing a white sweater. sweater <laughs> and like, I think I caught his eye or something. Um, and then I don't remember all the details of the dream, but at the end of the dream, we end up being together and I like, I'm like, playing him up for his son's <laughs> songs and he's like i really like this i've never heard this before and i was like yeah i love him up for his son and then we were like we we're basically in love yeah like oh. i just love how like in sam's like dream mind i'm not even that mom, big of a mom right, and mom. she introduces harry right. she brought him to his musical horizon <laughs> you think that was your brain's interpretation like what what's something that he wouldn't have listened what's to what's like so edgy, edgy. Yeah. mumford and son well, like... clearly you should have picked insane clown posse because <laughs> yeah. have heard that. that would have been probably more that. realistic like, like something like, you never oh, heard of yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe I should have, uh, last week's episode, we did a, an AI-generated story for Emily. Maybe we should have done it for Sam instead. And Sam yeah. Murray, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of dreams about Harry. I, I really do, I would, too. I was yeah. expressly told not to do it to, for y'all, just, to, just so you know. Emily yeah. told me, we'll definitely do don't do time. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I have I've a lot of dreams about, about Harry. I've dreamed about him a couple times now. Never, ever have. Never? Mm. Well, I think so. probably more normal than me. I don't Marie, know why. Marie's rooted in reality. Okay. <laughs> she think, came out of like a drug state saying that she was going to have babies with Harry Styles. Also, I was like 16 yeah. years old. So yeah, there you also go. throw that in I there. I think the yeah. reason why Harry Styles comes up in my dreams is because like if anyone asks me who my like celebrity crush is, yeah. I might say like I've gotten to where I say Harry Styles because yes, he is. But also, if I say someone, like, really old, everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, they're so old. You know, if I say, like, George Clooney or something. Yeah. So, I always say some things like fine wine and George Clooney just get better with age. Yeah. <laughs> Silver like, Fox. Uh, yes. And Absolutely. so, instead of saying, like, older gents, I usually, I'm older. like, oh, Harry Styles. Isn't like so Joe, he comes up a lot. Isn't, like, Joe Curie your celebrity crush right now? No. Um, Austin Butler is my celebrity crush right no, now. No, my celebrity oh crush my right now is Joseph Quinn, Eddie Munson. Uh, oh, I yes. love Eddie Munson. Yes. Yeah, we're on too. a big Stranger Things kick right now, which Tosh still hasn't watched season <gasps> four. 
Tons. Oh, okay. Well, hold, okay, yeah, okay. I'm, well, I'm glad it's something to do with season four because I'm like, y'all have crushes on like little kids. <laughs> I would know because like, I'm just thinking season like one Stranger Things. Adult. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Is it is it the guy with the peach fuzz mustache? No, that's no, Billy. You don't know him yet. Okay. Yeah, he's oh, only in season four. Oh, you okay, don't know him it. yet, Tosh. You don't know him, but you'll know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, now know. now instead of Harry Styles, I might be saying Joseph Quinn, but I'll be coming back to Harry Shrek. Oh enough. yeah, yeah. It's always oh, yeah. like the new shiny person will be Sam mine, has, like, and then I'll yeah. come. I, I go through Harry waves of my boyfriend. yeah. I go through waves of Harry, <laughs> where like I'll I'll like be like on a Harry Styles high, and then I'll just kind of like I'll leave it yeah no. for a while. For like it's dormant. Yeah. yeah. You know what mine is right that. now? Who's yours? Emily. Oh, do I get do I get brownie points? Your celebrity that, cut. Crush. Yeah, she's a celebrity to me. <laughs> she has her podcast. She does have that podcast <laughs> that people listen to. Please I guess like and subscribe. Follow for more content. <laughs> yeah, um, I hope that makes up for the hemorrhoid thing. But yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah. But Harry's hemorrhoid. <laughs> <laughs> Next album. I, if I found out that Harry had hemorrhoids, I'm just saying I would. Feel, I'd feel like all right. He's yeah. an everyday man. Yeah, yeah. I respect him for it. He doesn't okay. have elite doctors that. I can go ahead uh, and tell have... you, Harry does not have hemorrhoids. <laughs> Sam's like, you know? actually, I know. Uh, <laughs> I was dream... just with Harry, and I asked. Yeah, him. your dream version of Harry might not, but he might. Sam, you know. just because you're a human famous being. person doesn't mean that you can't have I know, intestinal issues. I know the, I know the type <laughs> was... that has hemorrhoids, and it's not him. Emily, Emily just. <laughs> Emily just got done talking about how he was on tour for 10 years. He, you know how many toilets he sat on? All the nasty stuff his butt cheeks have touched. Who are, what is the type to have him more? Let me think. Back to Stephen, uh, Stranger Things. David Harbour from Stranger oh, Things. Yeah. Hopper. He uh, definitely has hemorrhoids. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, so basically, little, little po- punchy, punchy. Yeah. Guy. That sounds like secret. People, like she can like look at somebody and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more of like he could have thing that they chose to sit on the toilet <laughs> for like hours. So basically, anyone who sat on the toilet in a truck stop has hemorrhoids. Yeah. If you look like you. If you look like a truck driver, <laughs> Sam's gonna pay you. Oh, Sam's like, line me up some people, and I will tell you. <laughs> I think Harry's bathroom habits are very quick and out there because he seems very like not about the bathroom. I want to play like a mini oh, game. Liam. Yeah, Liam Payne. Definitely. <laughs> I, wow. <laughs> I want to I play a game where, like, we just show celebrity <laughs> pictures to Sam. And then, like, if A, if they have hemorrhoids or not, and B, the severity of them. And, you know, if it describes the amount. They had to have surgery. Would, okay, yes. okay. Out of One Direction members. Okay. okay. Harry, no. Liam, yes. Yes. Niall. Okay. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say Niall. It's uh, not chronic. Let's, it's just. Let's not clip the audio now. <laughs> like. like Nile has, has, has had some. He's had like hemorrhoids like twice and in I'm his life. And I'm not shaming people with hemorrhoids. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying there's a certain yeah, see, this... type that have crumbs. I would say Louis doesn't. I was going to say Louis does. Oh, okay. Uh, but know, maybe it's because I just... I, yeah, Louis I don't know. Like Louis my fourth like, favorite. Yeah. Anyway, Louis so might. this uh, podcast was sponsored by Preparation <laughs> What about no. Zane? What about no, Zane? I don't no, think Zane not. does. I think yeah. Zane's like way too high maintenance. Yeah, Zane's yeah. a Zane's I, a hover I believe pooper. That. 
Jane's a hover pooper. Yeah, for sure. Pretty sure. Yeah, he doesn't want to sit. <laughs> now he has like a personal assistant who goes in and like sanitizes the bathroom with like some of those like UV lights before he yeah. goes yeah. in. Like, or he like poops in a paper bag or something. Yeah, and yeah. Just yeah. Kicks it out. But Liam Payne, we all know <laughs> we when they were on that tour. When they were all on that tour, we know who was taking the longest in the bathroom. All right, join us next. <laughs> it was Liam. Join us on our next. We know for sure. On our next podcast, we're going to have a prepared fan fiction story about the hemorrhoids. <laughs> I feel like we've got way off track. It's fine. But back to that lyric. Quick pause the conversation. (laughs) She plays songs I've never heard. Then it says, an old lover's hippie music. So, I don't think Mumford and Sons is exactly old lover's hippie music. If he wanted old lover's hippie music, what would I play him? You know what I really would play him? What? I would see if he likes Leonard Cohen. I'm sure he does. That's what I'm like. Or Jim Croce. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. He's a huge Hall and Oates and like Simon and Garfunkel fan. What I, I like Simon. Simon. I wouldn't consider Hall and Oates like hippie though. Well, no, but like it's like oh, well, I was thinking like old lovers, like or like old songs that are like about. I'm sorry. Was this podcast a <laughs> concert for you? Marie is an excellent singer. Marie's like this is my time. I, I need to be, re- like, this is you being discovered <laughs> by our 14 listeners. I mean, if Harry is listening to this, he might, you know. Get a backup Murray's singer. Marie's singing on this podcast is like whenever we were kids and we go to the mall all dressed up and hope to get discovered. <laughs> we thought everyone was looking at us. I was waiting for my modeling contract to come through. I wore my, my good headband on that day. <laughs> But um, I also love the lyric is like pretends not to know the words because like who among us has not like pretended not to know something or to be kind of aloof like when our crush is around you know like because no. you don't want well, like you don't want to embarrass <laughs> I, them by like acting like that he uh, Sam will be like I no. discovered this song in 1982 so where you been I want to say yeah. that I'm kind of the opposite I think I look cool if I show up when I know <laughs> do y'all remember true. Guitar Hero and yes. the singing and we're not going to get into this but whenever my crush would come over under pressure and I would, <laughs> I would pull out Guitar Hero and I'd start singing Whoa, we're halfway there. <laughs> Sing it for him. I thought he'd be impressed. Uh, <laughs> like rock band, right? Because Guitar Hero is just a guitar. No, no. you can play. You can sing. And, and Guitar Hero, Hero. Oh. could sing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So I always took the opposite approach. Let's that. just say that. I like to impress. That's true. Yeah. I don't like to pretend that Let's I just don't say like that it. Sam's crush at the time was six years older than her. And <laughs> Sam went through a really awkward phase. And she would put on her best T-shirt <laughs> for when slick back my hair, <laughs> slick back her hair, because her crush was my friend. <laughs> and he we would come over. <laughs> and she was I did... redeemed years later by him calling her a snack. So yeah, oh, in a non-creepy way. In a non-creepy so. way. I don't know how that's possible, but cool. <laughs> so, anyways, um, does anybody else want to talk about like the lyrics? Or... I just want to ask what y'all think about. That one lyric that's about the door. I just don't know what uh, he's trying to say. Door's yellow, broken blue. Yes. Hmm. You think it's just describing a memory there? Yeah, I think so. There's just something specific that he's thinking about. Because okay. it says, the world's happy waiting, door's yellow, broken blue. Um, 
yeah, I'm not really sure, but I think it's probably like a friend's house or something like had a yellow like a door. Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. just making sure that I wasn't missing some kind of like metaphor there. Yeah. Or yeah. Okay. I think, I don't think it's a metaphor. So probably just a detail. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, oh yeah. you know, like, uh, I, like I definitely picked up the folksy vibes of the song mm-hmm. and I, I, I usually do really like that kind of music. Um, but whenever I hear music like that, and it's not, this isn't a dig on this song in particular, it's just songs like this where there's, it's like a cheery and upbeat song. Mm-hmm. I, all I, all I can think of is like, this could so easily be like a cult anthem, you know, like, <laughs> if there was a Harry like a, cult, this would yeah. probably be the anthem. Or even just, you know, like a crazy person that wants everyone to die in his name cults, you know, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. It does like, sound like a very hippie song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, right. Like it has yeah, maybe like that's 70s what it is. Something with the whistling. There's yeah. like a, the whistling, the yeah. part, the melody, and yeah. I don't know, something like I just like felt that. like it was a, I don't know, immediately when I started listening to it, I was like, this feels like a modern harvest moon uh, yeah. by Neil Young. Yeah. Yes. I just, that's all I can think about the whole time. Something about the melody and uh, just something well, about see, it. Well, no one else thought it sounded like Harvest Moon. Oh, so. I thought you were talking about the game, Harvest Moon. No, the Is Neil it? Young song. Uh, I was like, was Marie, really you play song. Harvest Moon? <laughs> I will say my favorite part of the whole song. I just want to mention is whenever yeah. he goes, "Can young yeah, 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 yeah." I can't sing very well, so you can cut that out. But can but whenever he goes up on the canyon, uh-huh. I just wait for it. Yeah, I, yeah, I just love when it like. And swells, if I miss it, I have to start like, it over. A bunch of layers. Sounds <laughs> 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 like I didn't hear my my part. Um, I wanted to add in this. You know, we usually have another host, my best friend Emily, and. She couldn't be here with us. Like, well, obviously, we're in Arkansas. But, again, like we said last week's episode, she's working on her dissertation. And so, she's kind of, like, dipping out for a little bit. But I asked her if she had any comments she wanted to send in specifically about this song. Because I noticed that this is actually a a Harry Styles song that she really likes. So, this is what she sent in. And I wanted to read it for y'all. Okay. It was Pete Coven. I had just gotten Bonnie. So Bonnie's her dog, by the way. Work was a nightmare. Having a dog was really stressful. Having an aggressive dog felt like some sort of cosmic punishment. My anxiety was at an all-time high. I was walking Bonnie one evening, feeling like a robot, but like a miserable robot. A robot whose only ability was to feel discomfort. And then I swear to God, Canyon Moon just started playing, unprompted, out of my phone. It was like I suddenly had my own personal soundtrack and this was the song that my director, God, question mark, had decided to define my evening. And in that moment, my walk with Bonnie was beautiful. The grass was green. The sunset was a pale orange. The weather was breezy and cool. And Canyon Moon, selected and played by God himself, was the thing that took me on that journey. Life was still awful, but for that brief time, I felt like I saw a little hope in the world again. I will always associate Canyon Moon with a little magic and optimism, and I will always believe that either God or Siri, I'll let the listeners decide, is a huge Harry Styles fan. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. Yeah. Was I a was, nice memory. Yeah, I thought, I was like, that is truly beautiful. Yeah, I could totally mm-hmm. see this song being like a, you know, you're in a bad mood and just walking and mm-hmm. just having it be the soundtrack to your 
just staying in the moment uh, Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah. because it is a very, like, hopeful song of, like, going back home. Mm -hmm. And it's not hopeful in a way of, like, oh, like, I I just hope things get better, but I don't really see that happening. It's hopeful because you know things are going to be good when you get back home. Like, everything's going to be okay. Because you're going to be where you need to be. And I think that's really nice. Yeah. Okay. I can't top that, so... Yeah, none of us can. So now we'll move into the stylish speculation. And this is kind of the part where we um, talk about, like, maybe what the song's about or just any speculations. Harry actually dated Camille Rowe, the model, from mid-2017 to July 2018, which would have been during the time that he lived near Laurel Canyon. So, this song could be him reminiscing about, like, a good time in that relationship. Because we know this album, like, had to do a lot with, like, his breakup with her and things like that. So, he could just be nostalgic for, like, when they were together. And that would, like... I mean, and I agreed with y'all, too, that, like, it's not necessarily, like, a romantic song or necessarily about just... A romantic mm-hmm. relationship but it would tie in with those lyrics that of like i'll be gone too long from you oh. or um when he's that verse four where he's talking about like she plays a song i've never heard pretends not to know the words also going back to that verse or rereading those lyrics maybe he's the one pretending not to know the words yeah, I think maybe what it is is... If she thinks, like, he's never yeah, heard it. Yeah, she's wanting to play him her hippie mm-hmm. music. See, that would be nice. I lo- yeah, I mean, yeah. I would do that if somebody were, like, trying to impress me with a song, yeah. you know? And I already know it. But then, you don't want to be, but like... I don't want to be smug and be like, I already yeah. know this. But yeah, I yeah, to yeah. share something with me. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like... I like that interpretation yeah. better. Yeah. I like that, yeah. Like, mm. it just kind of clicked of, like, he was like, oh, like, he wanted to... He wanted her to feel, like... It was special. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, okay. That's disappointing to me, though. Why? I don't know. Just, like, I was actually really happy about it. I don't know. There's something... I didn't say the whole thing was romantic, but, like... No, I know, I know. I think And I'm not could... against romantic music, <laughs> but... And I know y'all yeah. love this I kind of music. I think just that maybe one part just, is... Yeah, I think it's just, like... I think it's more of, like... She's there in that time of his life, too. It's not, like, specifically about her, and it's not, or it's not specifically about just one person, but, like, all these memories that accumulated during that time. And so he's, like, taking these little things, like, the one, the verse about Jenny is about his friend Kid Harpoon um, that he spent time with. Maybe that verse is about Camille. Another verse is just him touring, and so, yeah. I'll just prefer not to think that. No, again, I'm not against, like, the song being about that. It's just something about it not being about that made me appreciate Mm -hmm. his dimensionality a little bit more. I was like, okay, like, he can sing about something besides... Because, like, I don't know. There's something about... There's something odd about someone that is so Mm one-track-minded. Yeah. Like, I'm a, a romantic... Romantic, romantic. I am a romantic, yeah. and uh, but I'm I'm not always on about mm, that. Yeah. And I feel like it would be a little weird and it's creepy if I was. It's like yeah. no real same person is like that, yeah. and so I was just like, oh, this is like okay. So he's like singing what's important to him, yeah. not just what you're gonna be a little more well rounded. Yeah, not yeah. just what like his fans 
like predominantly women mm-hmm. are going to be into like yeah. yeah i get that but yeah i mean again i'm not faulting for it if that has even a little bit of or uh weight uh in like the i song, said but... i think it's just like one verse yeah and that might refer to her yeah that's fine not the whole song and it could that's just fine. not even be about her it could exactly. just be about a relationship right in right general. or so and it's cool it's cool that it's open like, or like something that happened yeah. to one of his friends or something like yeah while they were sitting around the That's campfire. That's why it's the camp- called stylish speculation. Yeah, mm-hmm. Marie wants to remind you that it's a speculation, Tosh. Jeez. I just really appreciated the way I had it thought of it, but now that, now like, that there's another way... So <laughs> no, I'm just saying, it, now, now that that is, because I, I can, I buy that, like, that is yeah. very possible. I'm like, oh, well, okay. Yeah. Well, if it makes you feel any better, <laughs> the song right after this on the album is Treat People With Kindness, which is all about just being nice to people it's not about a relationship it's at liter- all. not at all it's just like we or need to be nice in relationship with your fellow man mm. so our harry fun fact is that harry owns three properties in hampstead north london and also a penthouse in tribeca new york That's so nice. he is the owner of four properties <laughs> <laughs> must be nice <laughs> Must be nice Congratulations, to be worth millions. Yeah. We What's peasants my... are lucky to own one. Yeah. Or not at all. <laughs> not even yeah. at Yeah. He, for, he has since sold his home in Laurel Canyon. Oh, wow. Well, uh, a lot of money. Just for fun. Oh, yeah. You know, he didn't need it, right? Like, but also, the second half of... He actually lost money on that house, actually. I'm you. sure he just gave it away. Oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... So, but he does rent a property in L.A. with Olivia Wilde in the Los Feliz district, which is only about five miles from Laurel Canyon. So he still has, like, he still, like, basically lives there. Cool. Um, I, if I owned property, I don't think I would also rent something, but I also don't. I'm not well, a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> um, can y'all guess how much that rent is? In um, L.A.? On the Sunset Strip. Probably... 15K. Okay. Um, 100K. Per month? Whoa. Oh, okay. Sam, <laughs> do you have a like Trump Tower? I would say 10K. It's 10K a month. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I've never rented, so I don't know. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Well, like a, wow. I don't mean that. Like, I got married really young, and I just... And they have a house, so, you know, in this... Like, I'm not too fancy. Like, I literally, like, went from living with my parents to living to being married. So, nothing. Mm. Nothing too. Oh, we're just teasing. We're just teasing. We're just teasing. Marie's just like, I never rented. No. <laughs> yeah, I am not a renter. Poor people problems. I own. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Harry still kind of lives in L.A. in that same area. Um, yeah, if y'all have ever watched the show Selling Sunset, um, he lives, like, in that area where it's, like, prime real estate in L.A. that they try to sell. Got it. Yeah. So, the next part is where we all pick our favorite lyric of the song. So, Tosh, do you want to go first? Oh, uh, yeah. Let's see here. i got to find my thing. Someone else go first. I, I can't find my notes. Um, my favorite, I've already said my favorite part is whenever he does near the end. Um... Yeah. I don't know if it's favorite lyric, but it's my favorite part. When okay. he inflexes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I liked uh the lyric, the single lyric, the world's happy waiting. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. Yeah, there's something really deep and meaningful about that, and you know, like I always love lyrics that are relatable, and and it's also melancholy and just it's a succinct way that I really mm-hmm. appreciate. Okay, so my favorite lyric would be "Carry the feeling through Paris, all through Rome," and I just really um, like that sentiment of whether it's being in love or whether it's wanting to get back home or be with um, people you love and care about um, that you, no matter where you go, you'll always have that in your heart. Um, I liked the lyric, so hard to leave it, that's what I always do. Because it's like... It's a more it's, sad lyric, but... Well, I mean, it's just like, you know, it's like things like, even if you love it, you have to leave it. And it's just like... It's so hard to leave it, but I always do. You know, yeah. it's just kind of like, it's just one of those things. And that's why you rent and don't own <laughs> And that's why I own and not rent. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Sam, Sam already said hers. You, well, she said her favorite oh, musical part. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Not um, her favorite lyric. I feel like not much is left, so let me see. Yeah, I feel like you could be like, like, I'm going right. home. I'm going home. Ooh, I'm it doesn't going have home. a lot of lyrics to choose from. Uh, but it does. It's a lot of emotion more. Than... I guess, you know, I know we already talked about this, but I do like an old lover's hippie music pretends not to know the words. Now that we discussed it more, I kind of like that. I like yeah. that um, sentiment. Yeah. Of maybe pretending not to know something to, you know, make someone feel better. Yeah. For showing you something new. And are like, showing you a part of, like, their own yeah. world. Yeah. All right. Well, um, now we're coming to the last segment in which we rate um, the song. So, will you rate it on a scale of one to five? Ooh, that's um, a hard scale. You can use any decimal oh. points. Like, yes. you can break it down in any way that you want. And we had we, we initiated this rule where we like write it down or something so that we're not influenced by each other, but like just try not to okay. be influenced by everyone. Our just, just think of it. I already yeah. have my number. I have a, I have mine too. Okay. okay. Um Tosh, you wanna go first? Uh if it's not about hemorrhoids, then it's a three point five. <laughs> if it is, it would be a four. Okay. <laughs> well I'm gonna go with three point five then. Um, can you explain a little bit why you gave it that rating? Uh, I enjoyed the, the musicality of it, um, and the and the lyrics. But you know, it's just not a song that I want to listen to over and over again. There's something very uh, commercial is the wrong word. Like the reason I say commercial is just like I could just see it being like some corporate commercial, like mm. trying to sell you mm-hmm. something, just like. The, the simple melody of it uh, and like approachableness, mm-hmm. approachability of it. So, uh, not that that makes it a bad song. It's just like you know, it's just not the kind of song that I want to seek out. So, three point yeah. five, like it's a good song. And, yeah. Okay, Sam, did you already say your number? No, I'll go uh, last. Mine was a three point one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I know that seems kind of low, but here's why. Okay. Um, and this is just to be fair. When I have, I also had the CD. Um, in my car later and I would skip this song because like even though I do like it on occasion it's just a little too peppy for my kind of taste Mm. y'all I don't know if y'all know but my taste in music is much more melodramatic and like you know I love the feeling songs you know I love the like you know dramatic feelings and this one's just sometimes a little too jaunty 
for yeah. my okay. taste. Yeah, yeah. But every now and then, that's why I give it a 3.1, is because every now and then, it's above average for his music. It's just not my personal okay. favorite. Okay, Murray. So my score was 3.25 because um, as it being the first time I listened to it recently, I liked the song and I would enjoy listening to it again, but I don't know that it's necessarily the song that I'm going to seek out to listen to mm-hmm. um, when I want to listen to a Harry Styles song. So, I mean, it's a good song, but not my favorite song that I've ever heard from him. Mm. Okay. I'm actually surprised. I, I rated it higher than y'all did. Yeah. Okay, well... Um... <laughs> I am going to give this song a five. Yeah, I knew it. I well, knew it. okay, honestly, I was like, oh, maybe I'll do a 4.5, but then I started thinking, like, I can't, I don't have anything bad to say about this song, so. And well, you have to swear that you didn't just do this I, to raise the average. I swear. Swear it. I swear it. Swear it on Harry's hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> that are non-existent, actually. Next, next According to Sam. When he returns 45, that's going to be the next one. Harry's house and Harry's hemorrhoids. <laughs> So what's your average? The average is 3.7. So, yeah. Okay. Um, no, I almost, like, lowered it because I was like, am I a fool for thinking it's a five? <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I really... Following the rules. You, that's what you thought? Yeah, I can't fault reason. this song or anything, and I I, dem- I never skip it. Um, I think it's full of a lot of Do emotion. Do you play it randomly? Well, I never. I've never heard this song before, and I'm around Emily a lot. That's for because some I'm reason. always playing and Harry's House. Uh, that, that album. That's well, true. I will. Okay, the thing though with Harry Styles albums is that I rarely ever just play one song. Is that if I'm listening to Harry Styles, I'm listening to the whole album. There's and definitely and, songs I've heard you play a lot more often, though. Maybe that's just by chance. Yeah, probably. Okay. I rarely listen to like just single songs unless like it was a single at one time and I just put it on one of my like shuffle playlists that's how sometimes like some of them get listened to more but yeah like if it's not a song I skip then like yeah it's a great song to me so Mm -hmm. so yeah that's the average rating of 3.7 a little bit above average so um so yeah thank you so much girls for Thank Being you. here. Sorry if we derailed it a little too much for some uh, some bathroom talk. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's been a pleasure. It, it definitely gets derailed like yeah, every episode. Y'all so. need to be a little bit more mature and, <laughs> and not you know, bring up potty I was I was all like, Tosh, you can't mention hemorrhoids anymore. And then Sam's like, Let me tell you <laughs> who has hemorrhoids. <laughs> Y'all want one more? Let the record yeah, yeah, show. Yeah, tell us. I know one more. Okay. Hot take. Okay. <laughs> a hot take. Joe Jonas has hemorrhoids. <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. Who, who? Absolutely. Joe Jonas. The middle Jonas. Oh, okay. You Got know it. he does. You know he does. You know he takes his phone into the bathroom <laughs> and just sits there scrolling through Instagram. For a long and time. And they have to be like, Joe. You need to get on Are stage. you alive in Absolutely. the air? I can just see that he has to get all the medicine. He has to get the little deposit things that you have to get when you have It's like a medicine you have to get whenever you have hemorrhoids. Yeah. I just know that he has that in his How do you know all this about hemorrhoids? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know it awful lot. Thank you for asking, Marie. Uh, I don't you personally see... get hemorrhoids, but I know people who do on a regular basis. <laughs> Sounds like my husband. <laughs> no, I did not say that. <laughs> but you did not deny either. Yep. It's not... 
To um, save my marriage, it is not him. <laughs> to save your marriage. It's Poopa. It's Poopa. It's Poopa. Poopa is, dog. is their dog. Um, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Yes, yeah, thank y'all for thank having y'all us. So it was much. so much fun. Please hit like, subscribe, and follow okay. for more. Yeah, yeah, so you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at a Harry Pod. Make sure to check out past episodes. Give us some likes. Five-star reviews. Make sure to let us know if you liked last week's uh, AI-generated story about Emily X Harry Styles so that I can do more of those. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, again, that was our guests, Sam and Marie, talking about Canyon Moon. So we will see you next week with another special guest um, to talk about Carolina. Um, So join us next week for A Hairy Situation. Bye. 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 Bye.